Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Drew here. I want to welcome you all to another episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode 10. We are in the, the double digits now. Nice. Yeah. Um, we've been doing this show for a while now. Like, uh, I think our anniversary will be in June, May or June. So, we're getting close. We've been, we've been, we've been at it. We've been staying pretty steadfast with it. But yeah, we're doing uh, episode 10 tonight, or today, whenever you're listening to this. Um, I have with me Matt. Hello. And I have with me John. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Oh, not a problem. I'm going to try and get everybody from the site <laughs> on eventually. <laughs> uh, Good luck with Gambus. Has he been on yet? No, he has not. We're working on it. Yeah, I, I, I actually I asked him, like, like, just take a look at the list, see what you'd like to do. I'm sure he's going to pick a long-ass RPG. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So, um, so the opposite of this game. Yeah, the opposite of this game, which the game we are talking about is a game called Heavenly Sword. It's an early PlayStation 3 game. It was a PlayStation 3 exclusive. It was developed by Ninja Theory. In fact, I think this is the first game Ninja Theory ever developed. Uh, could be wrong, but I don't think I am. <laughs> I, I didn't do my research. Um, but yeah, it was a very... I, it came out in 2007, which was... I think it came out... Uh, I know it just miss, missed the launch yeah, window. It, it was definitely a launch window, for sure. Yeah, it was It was in there, but it it it, it wasn't a launch title. Um, it, it wasn't the first game. It wasn't the first Ninja Theory game. Kung Fu Chaos. Kung Fu Chaos. I have never heard of that game. So there you go. So yeah, Ninja Theory. Um, one thing to note about Ninja Theory, I, I actually like their games. Uh, I was really, I was a big fan of Enslaved. And uh, oh the, yes, Enslaved was brilliant. Yeah, Enslaved and the new Devil May Cry is fucking amazing. If you have not played the new DMC, get it now. Oh, I still, I, I still need to, uh, I still need to get back into, yeah, uh, get yeah. into that again. It's a ringing endorsement from me because that game is amazing. But um, yeah, Heavenly Sword, uh, early PlayStation Three game. Um, it had the the notor- notoriety of being one of the, possibly one of the shortest games out there. Well, I don't, I don't know. Um, well, it would. It didn't feel this time around. It didn't feel like as short as it did the first time around. Okay, so yeah, probably. 
Well, go, go ahead. I, all right, we'll, we'll just get into our history with the game. So, John, you've played this game before. I did. I played it on launch. Okay, you played it on oh, launch. Nice. That was a lot. That was the last time I played it as well. Okay, then Matt, you have you played this one before? I have never played it. I've always wanted to pick it up, but the price tag never seemed reasonable. <laughs> for some reason, the price on this game has stayed high for years. And knowing that it was so short with not maybe a whole lot of replay value, yeah. uh, you know, I, I just was waiting for some impetus, some reason to jump into it. Oh, there you go. Now that it's 10 bucks and we're doing it for Phoenix Down. Yeah, couldn't pass it up. There you go. I, You know, I'd never played this game before either. I um always had it in my mind. But I, the, the the problem was when I decided I wanted to play it, was after trophy support came out. Oh yeah. And this oh, is you're a whore, aren't you? I am a whore, and this <laughs> and and what kept me from playing it for the longest time was the fact that this doesn't have trophies, and I didn't want to play it. You know, I, I was totally thinking about game flying it. In fact, I had it in my game fly queue for a long time, but I I never bumped it up to where I could actually get it. So. This is well, the first time for me. If you think about some of the gameplay challenges in Heavenly Sword, you're probably glad it doesn't have trophies. Yeah, this is true. Um, which I can kind of get into that too. There's a lot of mechanics in this game that I still don't know <laughs> how to do. Yeah, I've, 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 I think I did the uh, uh, air juggling once when that showed you how to do it, where you have to flick the the controller up and it's meant to throw them in the air and I never got that down at all. I have no idea you could do that. Yeah, I don't think I ever even saw a prompt for that. No. No, there was definitely a prompt. In it. I can't, you have to attack them a certain way and they go up in the air and then if you flick your... The idea was you flick the controller up and then she'd throw one of the chains at them and, and then either pull them down or fly up to them and Sort of do extra damage, but I, uh, after uh, other than the uh, training bit of it, I I never managed to do it again. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. That's the crazy. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like you know, like I I seriously tried to pay attention during the you know tutorials and stuff like that, and like I I kept forgetting all oh, these different auras. Uh, the blue one means you got to block it with something mm-hmm. else, and, and I was like, I can't remember which one. So the entire game, I went through either using the power version or the standard version where you don't hold a button down and just hitting triangle constantly. Well, the blue, if you're in the normal stance, which is not holding L1 or L, uh, R1, that's the blocking technique for the blue aura and then the power one is the orange aura yeah see I found that out after I was on the final boss <laughs> and I went just and, the best time to do that yeah, yeah. and I went to uh, game facts and it told me which one's like a block and I was like well that oh, for the projectiles well not just for the projectiles but for him himself mm. I died a lot during that boss fight which let's just <laughs> alright we're skipping ahead let's just go ahead and jump into it so Heavenly Sword, you play as this young woman named Nariko. She is the daughter of the leader of a clan. Um, I still don't know if these are supposed to be Asian people. They, they seem to be modeled uh, on that, except Nariko. Nariko and Kai are the only two that don't seem Asian. <laughs> 
This is true. And everybody when, has an English accent. Yes, it's that's weird, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I really like that she was based on Anna Torv, from the girl from Fringe. Yeah, I don't know who Voice. that is. If, you, if you've ever seen Fringe, it's I the, have. the main chick. The, from the main blonde part. girl? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, all the, I know is that she does... And uh, voice. Uh, she does have a resemblance to the girl in Enslaved, so I don't know if that's the same actress. Hmm. Yeah, she does look a lot like her. Mm. That's interesting. I didn't know... She, so she did the voice and everything. Yeah, and facial motion cap. Really? That's very interesting. I did not know that. Huh. But yeah, this that's one thing Ninja Theory's got down pat is the facial animations. It looks fantastic. We've got Andy Serkis to thank for that, haven't you? I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. It's, it's him. It's uh, He was... I, I don't know how the story goes, whether or not it's they came to him or he went to them, but um, it's well, he helped similar him technology. Uh, similar technology to uh, the stuff used in Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? Hmm. It shows, because if if nothing else about this game, the motion capture is amazing. Yeah. Just the, in, in the fact that they, like, the eyes and stuff like that, like, the eyes move independently of the character. Like, even to this day, you know, I play games, like, they come out, like, in 2012... And you don't see that eye movement like you do in these games. Yeah, a lot of them get just eye. don't get it right. They just don't put that time into it. Yeah. Right, so like the closest one would be L.A. Noir. And that one, yeah, you're going to have a long way to beat that, though, aren't you? That's that that's a pinnacle, I think, of, the, of this generation for yeah. sure. Yeah, probably. But um, but it, it, the game still looks fantastic to this day, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, yeah, aside uh, from frame rate issues and stuff stuttering and stuff like that. Did you get that as well? I thought that was my PlayStation. I had quite a bit of it. Not never like game-breakingly bad, but just kind of sporadic throughout the whole game. Sometimes mm-hmm. in cutscenes, sometimes in gameplay. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it, to be fair, I thought it was my because I can't remember that first from first time around either. And I thought it was my PlayStation Three acting up because you have to do the mandatory in, install of the uh, at the beginning. Yeah. And and I thought maybe there's something wrong with my hard drive and it's not reading it quick enough. But um, it's nice to know that it's not on PlayStation yeah. and that it's actually someone else had the same issue. Yeah, I, I feel like I had between, some. between that and the long load times, it's a great looking game, <laughs> but it is hard. Like it, it's taxing the PS3 to get that mm. that look out of it. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear the the disc tray. I'm just like, man, it's fucking pumping it. You know, especially during the loading. Like every time you died, oh my god, I had to wait like a minute before it fucking load. That was a nightmare. Yeah. Really. I mean, from, well, from the reviews, I think Sly, the new Sly Cooper game suffers as well, but you'd think they'd get that cleared up with the got machines powerful enough, especially with an install, you know? Yeah. Why are, they, why, yeah. Why are the load, load times so long when you've actually had to install most of the game to the hard drive? Well, it's the- funny because I was playing this back-to-back this past weekend with Uncharted 2. It is insane how fast you reload after you die in Uncharted 2. We're talking like one second, and then this is like a minute. It felt like I don't know if it was a full minute. But. <laughs> well, you know the the crazy thing is, is that when you died or when you were coming through a menu, the loading was bad. But truth be told, when I was playing through the game, I didn't really see that much loading. Yeah, I, I mainly for, the loading for me was usually only a problem when I died, and then just sitting there 
watching that circle spin, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Please, I'm going to forget what I did wrong last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he takes me out of my groove, but... So, anyway, we play as Noriko. Um, she's the daughter of a leader of a clan of people. Um, Shen. Shen is his name? Shen, yeah. Shen, yeah. And um, they are basically... Well, it starts off. She's in the middle of a battlefield, and like this huge, like Lord of the Rings style battle, where and she's just tearing up guys. It says just kill as many dudes you can, and you know you're just tearing them up and stuff like that. And you get this cutscene where the the sword that she's holding basically like I guess it burns like these inscriptions all over her body. And like it's obviously painful for her, and she falls down and and essentially dies. It seems like. Yeah. And, and then this it, was a known quantity going in that she was wielding this sword, but that it was going to kill her. Yeah, that's that's what it said. It was like it basically consumes the person who wields it. And um, she basically shows up in I, I don't know what to call it. I guess oblivion. It's well, like some it's, sort of nether realm, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah some big field where there's a bunch of rocks and she's talking to the camera and basically just saying, you know, just resentful of who, whoever she's talking to. Yeah. And, saying it isn't fair to take me out right now when my people need me. Yeah. And that's basically the main menu, uh, where these stones raise up from the ground and it shows the different parts of each chapter. And, yeah, uh, a unique little chapter uh, screen, isn't it? Yeah, she. Um, I think they're just trying to show off the the motion capture because it all it's always zoomed in on her face. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And um, so uh, and I, there's another thing I have to mention. They may have got the the facial stuff down, but her hair. It's like a, yeah. a, a separate entity of itself. <laughs> I think the hair's cool. It, goes, it defies it, gravity, for one. And it goes places where she doesn't want to go. Yeah, it's janky. Yeah. <laughs> Jittery hair. It reminds me of uh, when I first played Metal Gear Solid 2 and Snake's headband. It would basically do whatever the hell it wanted to. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that. So her hair's got a mind of its own. Which I, I agree with John. I do think it was kind of cool, though. Yeah. Like, instead of making it, like, a mat of hair, I like that there were all these, like, tendrils that were just kind of flopping around wherever. Well, it's got kind of a reminiscence of a, of anime, because when you watch those sort of anime shows and, and films, hair, when you, hair does actually do that, doesn't it? They make it like it's got a life of its own, and it kind of reminded me of that. So, um, we go into the first chapter, and it cuts to, was it five days? Before? Five days, yeah. Five yeah. days before. Yep. Five days before what we just saw. And basically, her clan is on the run from this huge army led by, was it Boan? Bohan, yeah. Bohan, yeah. Um, uh, they have like a big standoff at this temple. Uh, this is basically the big tutorial where you and your clansmen fight off a bunch of guys. Um, and uh, you here's where you learn that they're trying to protect the heavenly sword. Uh, 
this is they a ancient weapon that they say was forged in heaven and given to their clan for protection uh, but whoever wields it can basically kill anybody so it's it's a very powerful weapon and Bohan wants it so they're trying to they're on the run from them uh, you you meet this uh, young girl named Kai <laughs> she's a very strange person nutty than squirrel shit she, she, she reminds me of kind of like an animal you know, she she for some reason I have this image of her being raised by wolves. <laughs> and I then, can see that. And then like Noriko finds her and this brings her into the clan, and so she doesn't really know how to act. <laughs> That's funny because last night I watched the horror movie Mama. Mama. Which is kind of similar. These two girls are raised out in the woods, and then they try to get brought back into society, and they're running around on all fours, kind of like Kai does. <laughs> Hopping around. Wow. But yeah, so she's she's a archer kinda. They have and that's another thing, they have strange weapons in this game. So everybody it acts kinda like it's medieval times, maybe a little uh with some I guess Asian uh feeling to it. But then there's also rocket launchers and yeah. uh cannons. And these like crossbows that like never need to be reloaded. <laughs> so I, I don't really know. This is just some kind of like mystical land that doesn't exist. So um, you you start the mission with Kai. Uh, those missions basically revolve around her shooting dudes to make them basically to to stop. A certain amount so that Noriko doesn't have to take out as many when you take over for her. Yeah. And um, this is when you're first introduced to the the wonderful six-axis controls. <laughs> and the aftertouch. Um, basically, when you fire your crossbow, you can just fire it normally. Uh, or you can hold down the button. And you basically have a camera on the bo- on the arrow itself, and you can guide it into enemies. But you don't guide it with the control sticks. You guide it with a six-axis motion control. I'm sure I'm in the minority here, but I thought these were fantastic. <laughs> oh, you are definitely in the minority. I thought this was probably the best use of six-axis I've ever played. Oh, it was so terrible. I thought it was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been guiding fun, it but... through the flames and then launching it into like the barrel of explosives and blasting people off a ledge. Well, see, the the problem I have with it is the inconsistencies. There's there's times where like I'm firing a cannonball or an arrow or something like that, and it flies perfectly. It does exactly what I want it to do. It goes up and down and stuff like that. But sixty percent of the time I shoot and it just like it just keeps going down for some fucking reason. I don't want it to go down and I'm jerking my fucking controller up and it's doing nothing. And I'm just like, fuck, what the fuck is going on? And I just like fuck it. That that arrow's lost. Just go ahead and shoot another one. And See, I don't feel like I ever not not once had it not react to my commands. Like, I had it happen loads of times. I really could not it oh, that, it's those parts that really drag that game down when you're when you're playing Kai, especially when you've taken full control of Kai. That is a nightmare. 
Yeah, I didn't like walking around with her because it it's very jarring when you go from shooting mode to walking around mode. Yeah. And she's got other th- other than her um evade, she's got no way of battling the enemies and it's yeah. it's really really frustrating. I mean, she can stun somebody... them. She can like kick them in the nuts. Yeah, but that's 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 nothing, is it? Really? I mean, <laughs> it it really is um, terrible. That you've got no way of of defending yourself, and when you evade, it literally puts you in the path of another another enemy. So it's completely pointless. Yeah, yeah. and then with with how jerky she moved, like she would always kind of run. You you couldn't move with pinpoint accuracy. She would kind of like no, lurch no. lurch forward a little bit. Not really be facing the way I wanted her to be. So when I go into first person, I have to kind of wildly swing my crossbow around, and it's too late, and they're already swinging at me. Yeah, so that, I, I, I really didn't like all the, the times when you had to control her and try and shoot people. Oh, and when you had to shoot enemies in the head, that was a nightmare. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was too like when I was taking over for Kai and actually running around, I would just wait for dudes to get right up on me and just try to machine gun them <laughs> just because I like fuck that aftertouch shit I was like just just let them get close and just shoot the shit out of them and that's basically what I did there um, but I don't know it, like I'm still confused on exactly how the six axis works like you don't like you don't have to be like pointing it toward the PlayStation it doesn't read it like that does it I thought it had to no. be flat I mean, it does. It has to be flat. Like, you basically have to be pointing it, like, see, like, I used to get confused where I was trying to hold the controller up to my face kind of thing. (laughs) And then, because that's how I usually play my games like that. But then you have to tilt it down to where, like, the USB plug is facing the television. And that confused the fuck out of me. Well, it could be facing any direction. As long as vertically it's it's you know yeah. perpendicular to the ground. Yeah, yeah, see, and that's that's the thing. Like I, I, I guess I play video games weird because, like, sometimes I'll stand up, sometimes I'll sit <laughs> down, sometimes I'll I, you know, I'll put the recliner back and play that way, and so I'm just all over the place, and I just don't know. Like sometimes, like don't get me wrong. There were some parts of that game where I was using the six axis and it was doing exactly what I wanted to. And yeah, it was kind of fun because I was like, "Oh, this one's going right into his fucking neck!" Ah! Yeah, you know, and uh, I'd do that shit. But I, was, I just felt like I was in such good control of it. I don't know. I just I don't. I, I loved when you would shoot one guy and then immediately, like after touch the next arrow, and you could see the first guy still like reeling in slow motion <laughs> as you're like taking out the guy next to him. This is true. Uh, I think yeah, I mean those those things are an absolute highlight. It just it it's all brought down by how well in my opinion how painful it is to to actually get good control when doing all of that stuff. Yeah, this that's the thing they they got me the most was just that uh and then you know you're basically required to use that. That's the the thing you got me the most. That's it. There's no way around it. But I died more times as Kai than than I did in Rico. That's that's for sure. I only died once as Kai, and that was because I fucked up a quick time event. Mm. But we'll get. There's into also that. a little bit of a gap between like when you shoot and when you take over control of the arrow. So it's like impossible to use it for anything close to you. Oh yeah. Because, yeah, because of that, which also then made it hard. 
when I was trying to shoot those, I don't know if they were hats or shields or whatever, and you have to, like, that's... Oh, some... that part, yeah, we have to there... deflect them off things. Yeah, you have to bounce them off of things around mm -hmm. corners and stuff. It's really hard when you're a certain distance away from the thing you're trying to bounce it off of, and then as soon as you take control, you're immediately, like, one foot away, and you have to auto-correct within, like, yeah, a half a Yeah, there's no second. room for error, is there? Right. So that, that was a little distracting. I wish you could have taken control of it, like, right out the barrel of the crossbow. Yeah. Oh. That, yeah, I'm wondering, like, I wish somebody, like, recorded me trying to play that shit. <laughs> Probably look like a fucking idiot. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, um... But anyway, uh, the... To the story itself, we basically are on the run. Um... When is it that Nariko takes the Heavenly Sword? She takes it like I remember she had a, she has a dream that her father basically kills her. Um, what was that about again? Because there was like she um, the prophecy that the Heavenly Sword is on guard. This clan is guarding the the Heavenly Sword, and the the prophecy goes is that you know centuries ago um, a raven spirit had. Um, was trying to take over the land and they he was eventually fought off using or a god came down and fought him off using the heavenly sword and he uh, they left the sword on the um on the earth and then multiple clans fought over it until the clan that Nariko's from took it and kept it away from everybody and it went that um one day a child would be born or a uh, child yeah a child would be born at a certain, on a certain day that would um be called to use the heavenly sword once again and it was to, said to be a boy and Nariko was born on the day that it was the prophecy had heralded but she was a girl so he resented her for that he also resented her because she killed her mother when she was oh and yeah died in childbirth that's <laughs> it yeah that was the other thing she she takes the sword then, right? She runs. Um, basically, her dad gives it to her to say, "Look, you know, we're getting overwhelmed here. Run, take it, hide it, protect it." And she goes off um, to um, to try and I don't know. I'm not, not sure if it's even made that clear where it's uh, where she's taking it. But her father get cap gets captured, and she kind of goes after him. Yeah, she doesn't actually use the sword. Until later on, um, she she takes it and just continues using her regular sword. Uh, mm -hmm. But then she gets um, surrounded. Um, no, she, she, she no, she finds out that that Bohan's there. He's got her father beat all the hell, and he's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" So she pulls out the heavenly sword and becomes the queen badass. <laughs> And then they they proceed to throw everybody at you. And if by everybody you mean three people over and over again. Yeah, but it, it took <laughs> but it took forever. That's the thing. It was like how many people are on that cliff? So <laughs> that was and you know oh now it's time to use the power hits. Oh now it's time to use the speed hits, and the ranged. Never use the ranged. The only time I used the range was to try and block a fucking projectile. Or that stupid wave from Wintel. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking. Oh, that yeah, we, we, yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, well, we, so I, that's that's another problem I have with this game. Well, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So, 
Noriko's father, kidnapped by Bohan. Probably she thinks probably dead, but she goes after him just uh, basically for vengeance. Um, and uh, runs first one first time she runs into one of the generals of Bohan, which is um the fuck's his name the fox. Flying Fox. The Flying, Flying Fox. Fox. A.K.A. Metal Gear Solid Rejects. You know, that's that's the thing it got me was that, I mean, I'm fine with them being weird and, and kind of supernatural and stuff like that. But I'll just go ahead and get into it. The comedy is it, jarring to me. It does fall flat, doesn't it? In, in, in parts... The, the the whole cutscene where Boan's sitting there and he has all three of his his minions or whatever there, you know he's got the the giant blob which is his son, <laughs> yeah. and and he's constantly like people are like they're cracking jokes they're like really lame jokes and they're trying to be very comical and you know the king's like this you know evil tyrant and there's these people making like these stupid comments and stuff like that. And he's, you know, he's supposed to be the stern guy who's like, Oh, get out of my face. And, you know, they're still goofy act. And I'm like, this is just out of place. Yeah. I would say almost everything about that was weird and it just felt a little off. Yeah. It just felt odd. I was like, just make these people fucking evil as hell. Like I couldn't really understand everything that they were saying either. I don't know if there was something wrong with my game, but I feel like anytime during the cutscenes when they were talking, like the background music was too loud, and I, I don't I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just some setting that I never changed, but I could hear them fine. Uh, I think one of the uh, things that really highlight how bad that scene was and how campy it was was the fact that the voice acting was so good. I think that's one thing that the the game has throughout is fantastic performances by everybody involved and having that scene where it is trying to play it for comedy for some reason just felt just just felt awkward i sat there thinking this is i mean it it kind of that's i think the the scene at the beginning is is as bad as it gets and as you progress through the game i mean game there's uh, it, it never kind of Raise its ugly head in the same sort of way, and in actual fact, the I felt the when you first fight Roach, uh, the end towards the end of that battle, it was actually quite emotional. But it was because it's such a good performance, and you've got uh, obviously Andy Circus as Bo, uh, Bo, uh, Bo, yes, Bo. I keep saying Rohan. I'm thinking the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Bohan, um, and you've got Stephen Burkoff is Flying Fox. And that man is absolutely mental as an actor, you know, and it, but he's really good. And it just felt, I think that kind of accentuated the fact that it was really camp and they were kind of hamming it up a little bit. And as I say, that kind of died off as, as the sort of, uh, as the game progressed, but it, it did feel really uncomfortable watching that cutscene. Yeah, just, I couldn't figure it out. Like I was... I was totally fine with the the flying fox acting the way he did. Like he acted more like a snake than the than the whiptail did. Whiptail, yeah. I was yeah. just like, you know, he 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 just acted weird, and I was like, ah, whatever. He's a goofy fucking character. You know, he's he's obviously like a fucking evil motherfucker, and you know, you you fight him, 
And um, this is where the the game kind of started to take a not not really a nosedive, but started going downhill because I started realizing these boss fights. I'm totally not prepared for them because I'm just like I don't know what the fuck to do. You know, I, I, like I try rolling away from him. You know, he has these different aura attacks, and I can't figure out what the you know. <laughs> Which one, like, because I didn't know, like I told, I'm telling you, until the final boss fight, my strategy was hit triangle as much as I fucking can. That's kind of sad, because I really liked how easy it was to switch between the stances, and how you needed to be matched up with the stance in order to counter it. I think that I, was, I don't think we were ready for that at that time. And even now, you still, you see the counter a lot, obviously Batman done it really well. Um, by having the two different types of counter and you having to have the right button pressed in order to counter it correctly but giving you very very little time to react holy I shit that could, fucking reaction time is horrible uh, i think it it really kind of fails and you can see i mean the switching is absolutely you're absolutely right having l1 and r1 just to switch between stances which dmc takes a bit of because you've got the switching of the weapons yep. on the fly using the uh the shoulder buttons that works fantastically and it makes things you know varies them up literally you can be swinging with range attack then quickly with a the power then quickly with a a normal uh, stance attack but it was the the fact that you get zero time to defend yourself correctly and that made it really frustrating and that and to me that whole counter system failed because of that do you mean specifically in that fight or overall overall i think overall too i see i feel like there was plenty of time i mean they show you the color at least a second before they hit you no it's about a point two of a second point two. especially <laughs> when you're in combat and you've got four different people coming at you and one of them's got a blue aura and the other one's got an orange aura and then at some points one of them's got a red aura which you can't block right you kind of feel lost as to what to do what's the best maneuver it didn't handle that counter system correctly yeah i i think i had the classic beat em up problem where i got surrounded by dudes and was getting punched in the face punched in the back punched in the face punched in the back <laughs> you know and i was just like i don't know what the fuck to do and so uh, you know I'd, fuck it power stance power <laughs> stance triangle 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 <laughs> and you know, I was like, hopefully I'll tear these guys up. And you know, everyone saw how it worked. Like, I I think I made this game difficult for me because I mean, I, I knew how to counter. I remember you hit that. That's why I always hit triangle because I was like, yeah. maybe I'll just get lucky and just counter on accident, you yeah. know. And so, and and every every once in a while, I would counter, and you know, and I tried to make a conscious decision. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm just gonna let these guys attack me and see exactly what kind of timing I have to do to get the countering. I still can't figure it out. See, if you're already hitting triangle and it's blue, just keep hitting triangle. And if it's orange, hit R1 and then hit keep hitting triangle. So <laughs> See, it's only, it's it, only it, one button that you have to hit. So I think there's plenty of time to hit one button or not hit it. That's the only it's, decision it's you have to make. The, well, it's having the... Um, having whether not to have the the R button hold held down at the same time. Yeah, but if you're already hitting triangle constantly, the only thing you have to think about is whether or not to hit the R button. Well, see, that's the thing. The, the countering for me wasn't like a, you know, oh, he's coming with a blue one. Let me just go ahead and hit triangle. You have to be fucking precise with that shit. And I apparently just suck at timing. 
Me too. Because <laughs> it, I mean, it was tight. I, I waited for him to hit. I waited to slightly before he hit, and I let him hit and then do it. And still, it, it was either I blocked it or I got hit. And I was like, I can't figure out this timing to save my life. You know, well, and it, it doesn't help that each of these guys takes like twenty hits to take down. I know for real, dude. I'm Holy doing like crap. these crazy like aerial combos, and they fall down. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to this next guy. No, this dude fucking gets back up. I'm like, well, Jesus Christ. And I'm just like, can, do I have to go up to everybody and stab them while they're on the ground? You know, and, and it just, oh, God, I, I really got on my nerves. But, I, you know, it, I kind of just, I mean, the best the best description for me is I powered through that game by just fucking just power slash the shit out of everybody. <laughs> and that's basically what I did. And then whenever I get enough to where I could do the super style attacks, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, I would do that because it'd take out multiple guys. Yeah. And another thing that another mechanic that I never figured out, what the fuck is that line that starts showing up at the bottom of the screen when you're doing a combo? I never kind of fully understood what that did either. It's meant, isn't it meant to give you more, um, unlockables and unlockables and stuff. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like sometimes it was short, then sometimes it was really long, and I have no idea why it was really long because the combo wasn't great. You know, I've been hit. I I couldn't figure out what the fuck that line was for. I assumed it was like a meter, and then the more different things that you did, more different types of combos, you would like build up that meter and then hit unlock checkpoints. But I don't I don't know that that's at all what it was. That was just what I thought in my mind because basically like for each chapter or each section of each chapter basically there there would be like the three pots icons three pots and like those work towards the unlockables and I thought that I thought that that meter along the bottom fed into that same pool maybe of, of unlocking but I, yeah. I don't I don't know that yeah because see it adds every time you broke a, a pot it would add to that little combo counter and I'm yeah. like, well, I, I was so fucking confused with that. I just started ignoring it. Oh, you unlocked a new aerial combo. Cool. I'll just keep hitting triangle. <laughs> you know, it yeah, was, yeah. like I, I unlocked a million combos and didn't even look at the fucking combo screen. I was just like, fuck this. This is, the, I mean, like I tried doing combos. And the only thing it did was get me hit. See, that's where trophies, I think, might have really helped this game. Is that they might have gotten you to explore some of these other options. Yeah. I mean, I, I could totally see how that, like, I, in my mind while I was playing this game, I was like, yeah, that could totally be a trophy. That could be a trophy. Get 100 combo hit, um, kill this many dudes, and, oh, you know, kill so many guys with the during the crossbow section. And, you know, I, I was just playing that in my mind. I was like, they could totally update this for trophies if they want to. And I, I, But that was just that was just me doing, being a dumbass. <laughs> but, so, yeah, the... The first fight, we fight the the flying fox, and I had a little bit of trouble with it. I mean, not much. I think I maybe died once, um, which was the first taste of that awesome loading screen. <laughs> and uh, I just, you know, I, I finally just kind of, like, I knew how to, to counter, and that was the thing. It was just... I couldn't get it down. You know, every once in a while, oh, good, I got one. And then I just try and hit him as much as I could after that counter. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Man, I, I thought the combat system was exciting. I don't know. I, mean, it's, it's, I think it had definitely had its, its strong points, for sure. I just don't think it was complete. 
I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was great, you know, how, like, if you were far away from a guy and you hit toward them and an attack, she would kind of, like, do, like, a jump toward them kind of thing. And it was it was kind of fluid, but, I mean, I think the movement's a little stiff. When she was running, it was stiff. There was something weird about her legs. They were just, like, pistons. Yeah. <laughs> and the, um, the old-school God of War uh, can't control the camera. That took a while to get used to because I, the first thing I did was I can't really see very well. Let me move the camera and, oh, right stick makes you roll around. Yeah, you could use the L2 and R2 to adjust it a little bit, but <laughs> that was yeah, not much. That's useless. Yeah. I don't think I ever used that once. I'm not sure. I don't think I did anyway. I did on accident a bunch of times whenever I was trying to aim with Kai because I kept like, oh, here's here's a section where I need to aim, and I'd hit L2, and I'm like, fuck, I just moved the camera. And I had to wait for the camera to come back to where it needed to be. <laughs> so I I messed up a bunch in this game. But um, so <laughs> we fight the flying fox. He basically runs away, and uh, you chase after the rest of the army. You're trying to get your dad back. Um, we keep going. I'm trying to imagine, is there any like story beats that happen through here? I know she does a lot of like inner monologue. I thought it wasn't until after you were about to rescue him or when you were almost ready to rescue him that you found out that he wanted to kill you as a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... don't think it happened early. No. Well, she had she had the dream of the of the father like she was sleeping and he was he got the sword and was going to stab her and then she woke up like it was kind of alluding to it. Yeah, I mean, but you, you see that once uh, in a cutscene, and then the next time it is when it's announced when you're just about to fight uh, Whip Whip Town. Yeah, yeah, because Bohan kind of holds that over your head. The um. So you you eventually so we have the whole cutscene where the goofiness with all the villains and stuff like that, and then he basically sends Whiptail off to go get Noriko and get the sword back or get the sword, and um, you kill it, you kill him some more dudes and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's basically just killing guys until you get to the next boss fight. Because truth be told, this game is around four hours, and see, I think that's doing it a disservice. It took me a full six to six and a half. Matt, you and I didn't. I I went through this quick though. I didn't really die that much. You're the one dude who takes the longest time in every game. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad against you, but you do. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm just, Four hours would be impressive to get through all six of these chapters. You'd have I, to be booking. I'm curious. I wonder if it kept my save. And I want to see exactly how long it took me. But I, I beat this in about three settings. And I don't know how long I played it. I think I played it for probably about two hours this morning to finish it. And that was probably the longest play session I did. So I mean, it, it might have been five hours, which you know. It, here's the thing: I'm not I'm not saying that as a bad thing, because I no, I think I, I think seriously it's think this is the length. right the right length. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it, it 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 never got bogged down by 
story bits that I didn't care about. It never got bogged down with, oh, another combat encounter. You know, it was, it was, I think it was the perfect length to tell that story. And, you know, it, it was to the point. That was, that's the best Mm. thing I can put is like, it was to the point. You, you, you're, you got this sword. He wants the sword. He's got your dad. You go get your dad. And now I'm going to fuck him up. And that's basically what the story is. You know, and I'm just, that, that totally works for me. Um, one thing I think that did let it down, and I don't know whether to sort of mention this now or whether to leave it till a little bit later on, but the introduction of the Raven spirit was, there was like, oh, by the way, he happens to be channeling the spirit of a Raven king and, um, yeah, that came there's out no kind of mention to it yeah. up until the point. No, no, like I noticed whenever I first started playing the game, sometimes you'd run around and there would be a bird fly off. I just thought yeah. it was them just showing I mean I never really yeah. made any attention I always thought, thought it was like, like, Oh, they're trying to off. you know, they're trying to show off the, the, the bird technologies in the game <laughs> yeah, or some shit like that. You know? Or it might have been like, Oh, that means you're at a checkpoint or some shit like that. I never thought of Oh, this bird is like the main villain of everything, and oh, he's like the evil spirit that eventually gives the powers to Bon, and oh, you know, I was just like, that really did come out of nowhere. Yeah, and that was the only sort of problem I had with the story. Say that the story beats were in a uh, a good timely fashion. It never got kind of overcomplicated. It was a simple story with some sort of mystical overtones. That was you know I thought was quite cool, and then all of a sudden. Oh, by the way, this bird's all—it's all this bird's fault. What? What? <laughs> and he's been following you the entire time. And I'm like, okay. It's just that just fell out of place. I don't know whether it was because maybe they hadn't come up with an idea of a um, how to end it, or and they just rushed. I don't know. It just <laughs> felt odd. But um, they well, there's another plot hole that maybe I just didn't pay attention to. But it's coming up right now. So we fight some more dudes. We get to the part where you find your father. Um, he's being hung or hanged. Is it hanged? It's hanged, yeah. Hung. Um, I thought it was hanged. No. No. When you, you hang no. somebody, yeah. You hang someone, yeah, but you, you don't. The, he wasn't being hanged. He was being hung. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> you get the drift. He has a rope tied around his neck and he, he is hey. dangling from something. So, and th- he acts dead. He, it looks like he's dead. Noriko freaks out. She, I guess, was she cut him down? Who cuts him down? I can't remember. Yeah, actually, I, I, I can't remember. Isn't it Whiptail? I thought it glitched. I thought the game glitched out on me straight after the Whiptail fight. So I don't even think I can remember seeing that part other than the fact that all of a sudden um, he's... Uh, so there's something I felt odd. I mean, maybe what you're on about. Something I felt odd about the story just after that fight. It, yeah. it seemed to lose direction or it, it missed something out. Uh, yeah, I felt like I missed the cutscene completely. So I'll just go ahead and get into it. Um, how the fuck did Noriko get captured? Yes, that's it. That's exactly what that's. that's because yeah. last because time I checked, I stabbed uh, Whiptail, Whiptail in the chest, I... 
and then and all then, of a sudden she's being cool. Yeah, well, Bohan's yeah. there. And then that all, felt yeah. really weird. Yeah, Bohan's there <laughs> with with her with the sword in her chest, and Noriko's in prison. I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? Yes, I I had that as well. I thought it might have been I missed a cutscene. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, did I skip something? I was like, because you'd think if I stabbed a villain in the chest, I'd pull the sword out and continue going toward the other villains. Hmm. And I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, that is a huge plot hole. I mean, Matt, did you you get a cutscene that we didn't get? (laughs) Maybe I just tried to fill in a gap. (laughs) Mentally. It did feel really weird. I, I thought that they, like, knocked each other out, basically, when when Noriko killed Whiptail, and then Bohan just came in and picked up the sword out, out of Whiptail. Well, see, they were, they, but Whiptail was still alive and talking, and they were, like, at, at Bohan's, like, quarters or something, and and she, she still had the sword stabbed in him, and Noriko was nowhere around when that happened. She was, like, in, in a prison cell. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what happened there. I was confused as hell there. I was like, "Whatever, just keep going." But I mean, it, well, so we rescue the dad. The dad's still alive, and he leaves. Noriko begins to fight Whiptail in a series of like three fucking fights. Um, this is where I started getting pissed off at the quick time events because there's somewhere if you don't, you have to start the fucking thing over. Like, not the fight over, but her health goes back up. And I have to whittle her fucking health back down. And I was like, are you fucking serious? All because I missed hit circle? <laughs> you know, and I was like, so, but anyway, so in between those fights, Shin is leaving that fortress or whatever. And uh, you have to protect him uh, as Kai. Because there's guys coming at him from both directions. And you have to sharpshoot the dudes um, before they reach him. Which that this was the one where it kind of worked for me, and I was like, "Yeah, this is kind of cool." Although I constantly kept aiming low, and I'd hit him in the shins, but luckily an aftertouch shot on it kills him in one shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just kept hitting him in the shins. I was like, "That's gotta <laughs> fucking hurt." But so, um, but yeah, that happened. So Noriko gets captured. Really don't know how, but um, so now you 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 play as Kai or Kai's, uh, she's coming to save Noriko. Like Shin's like, no no no, you come with me. You know we need to stay safe. And she's like, no, I'm going after her. So she runs off after her, and she finds Noriko um, basically in this prison. Uh, in like a, um, I guess kind of like an arena, like a coliseum fight, mm-hmm. um, where the other captured members of her clan are, and basically he says whoever is the last man standing gets to leave free. So you have to start fighting your own clansmen. But then you get another tutorial saying, hey, you don't have to kill these guys. All you have to do is counter them and hit a button press. And you can just knock them out. It's like a special like technique that her father taught him taught her that would like basically paralyze their body for like hours, but their brain would still be alive and they'd come back out of it eventually. 
and for some reason I fucked up like three times and accidentally killed three guys. <laughs> I think I ended up ten five ratio. <laughs> so I um I just I just chalked it up to well she didn't really like those three guys in her tribe so she went ahead and just killed them. Well, to be fair, her tribe some of the guys in their tribe were a bit dickish. To be fair, so this is true. They just thought, oh Noriko, you're such a woman. <laughs> it, was, it all it all spawned off her being a woman. Mm, very sexist. I know. Man, where was all these sexist blogs whenever this game came out? <laughs> but um, it yeah. So we we do that one, and then they bring out the the pets, as Bohan likes to call it. The uh, um, these what look like hunters from Resident Evil, a little bit. And um, apparently they just have armor all over their bodies because you can't hit them for shit. You have to counter those guys. And um, in between that fight, you play as Kai. And Kai is trying to find the Heavenly Sword. That's what Noriko tells her. Because she sees her in her cell and says, Hey, go get the Heavenly Sword. Don't worry about me. Get the sword. Give it to me. And we'll get out of here. So she's got to go find the sword. So she's basically, while all this fighting is going on, she's at the top of the arena running around. And she has to go find the armory. And we get another little cutscene where they try and be cute with uh, the guard. She she yells into a... Uh, yeah, she, she yells yeah. into a, uh, a, like a speaker and apparently it blows the guy's eardrums. And... Uh, she has to have a password. She doesn't know the password. She tries bullshitting and it didn't work. And he says, well, you have to go find the commander and get the password from him. And she's like, she don't know where to go. He's like, it's in the West Wing. I know. And I'm just like, this is unnecessary. And then I died. <laughs> and then I died. And guess what? I had to watch that entire fucking cutscene again. I was like, God, this is so fucking annoying. You didn't happen <laughs> to die in that part with the um, where you've got a circle of unshootable bad guys and you've got to blow them up because that was annoying the ones you have to hit in the head yeah but you get about eight or nine of them and there are yeah. barrels all you know magic red exploding barrels all yeah. around it's around it's around the the arena the top it's of the arena really annoying yeah. yeah that's where i died yeah um man you you eventually find the west tower um it's full of fireworks and the commanders in there for some reason and then you have to run all the fucking way back so you can actually shoot into a fire to hit the fireworks. Um, also, should explain the the there's parts in this game where they want to show two things happening at the same time. I thought yeah, twenty four style. Yeah, that was still. Yeah, it's like comic book style. It were, the first game that I've ever seen do that was thirteen. If anybody yes, played that game. 13 was a great oh, yeah. game. Yeah, cool. I like 13. I've got that on my shelf. I love that game. Yep. Never made a sequel to that. I always wanted it. David Duchovny, that one. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, 13 was like one of the first ones that ever did that for me. Um, but this is actually really cool. They do that and... Um, so they do it in, in a couple of things. Like whenever you shoot the the, the rocket in, or the rocket the the arrow into the fireworks, it shows all the like the the, ba- the building basically having fireworks explode everywhere, and then you can still run around toward the building and stuff like that in in a different panel. Yeah, 
Yeah. It was also right after this was probably the one part in the game where I actually did laugh out loud. Which one was that one? Where she when she, she said she was gonna hit his weak spot for massive damage. Massive damage. <laughs> I'm I'm curious of like how did they fit that in? I mean like because. He they, was he was just saying he wasn't gonna tell her, so she like points her crossbow at his crotch and says, I could hit your weak spot for massive damage. Yeah, but I mean that's totally a stab at the the announcement at the PlayStation three. Right, definitely. But hell that game had to have been in development by then, right? Yeah, but you can easily put that in. You think yeah. so? They just they just yeah. throw it's it in there. Dialogue. Well, that's true, but I mean they had to make a whole cutscene about it and everything, but Eh, well, whatever. That's just. I, I was thinking. I was like, man, how did they actually get that in there? Because I was like, this game came out when the pay, the PlayStation came out. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, it was a good six to nine months after, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was. When did the PlayStation come out in the US? Was it March? Because this came out in September 2007. So. Um. No, it was holiday, wasn't it? Or kind of holiday. It was March for the UK. Did you get it November time then? So it was almost a year then. Yeah, it might have been a whole year. I'm thinking so. Wow, we're looking up when the PS3 launched. (laughs) I'm sure you... I I I remember we got it, I think, March 23rd, 2008. Um, Or 2006. PlayStation 3 launched into the Japanese market on November 2006. March 16th, 2007. Yeah, 2007 for us. Yeah, yeah. and we, we got it um, March 2007. Hmm. Interesting. I did not know that. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, we get the password from the guy because we're going to shoot him in the nuts. A little, um, little game of twing twang. Little game of twing twang. <laughs> Seriously, the girl pit. The, the girl's annoying to me. Yeah, I thought she was kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, we go tell the guy the password. He does a whole other thing, a little joke where, oh, you, that's the that's the one about uh, oh, it's intruders, you know. And she was freaking out, and it's like, oh, I'm just kidding with you. And I'm just like, just just get on with it. I was already, I, I, it was to a point where I was like, already, because I was already pissed off because I died and had to watch that fucking cutscene again. Like I did all this today. I did all this this morning. So I was like, "Fuck! This is just annoying. Just hurry up!" And so we do. We do this whole another section of uh, essentially a mine uh, cart uh, ride, where we have to ride this um, like sky lift. It's a cable car, isn't it? Yeah, it's a cable car. car A very slow moving cable car. Holy shit! Yeah, incredibly slow. Um, Across this big gap to another tower, to where the where the weapons cache is. And uh, basically, there are dudes everywhere. They're on bridges, they are on the opposite side, and they are all shooting at you. Um, and this is where you have to bring out the aftertouch again. Um, you can... Luckily, there are, for some reason, torches all the way down the cable car line. So you can always use those to ignite the arrows and hit explosives. But to me, to be the person who has to refill those if they're like full of oil, for real, how they're, how they're burning. <laughs> that's that's absolutely because holy shit, that would take fucking forever. Because this 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 sequence lasted. God, it had to last at least twenty minutes. Yeah. 
And, yeah. and longer if, like me, you died in that 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 part. Luckily, I didn't die there, um, but the, it was to a point where I didn't have any cover left. Because you know, when they shoot at you, you you're hiding behind these this wood that basically just breaks away. And I don't even think I I think I may have blown up one explosive. I basically just shot everybody somehow. Uh, I- I used the explosives extensively in that section. I, I somehow shot everybody, and it was like you know it was it was actually kind of cool because I, I could kind of guide the arrow, and if I knew it was going to hit a guy, I just let it go, and it would it would still hit him. Yeah, and you so, don't have to guide it all hundred percent of the way. Yeah, and that's what I was basically doing was just quick shooting basically, and um, you reach finally reach the end of it. You go into the weapon cache and um, you find the heavenly sword. She grabs it and she. Oh, did you see what was next to the heavenly sword? No, what was next to the heavenly sword? Kratos's. Um... Oh, the blades of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Were they really? Which I thought, and his armor. Yeah, I thought it was quite funny. Wow, I didn't even see that. Um. That's like a alien versus predator moment. <laughs> <laughs> Although, because it gives you descriptions, if you go up, because there's loads of weapons there, and, and like on, on you know, display, and they'll give you these various bits, and I was hoping for some kind of nod, because they clearly are the, the chains of uh, chaos, and um, but it didn't. It's, it's like the description was these were the you know these belonged to Lang Zhao, who was clan of so and so, and I thought you could have really got away with another little in joke there, but they didn't. Hmm. I didn't even know you could check it. Yeah, I checked a couple of them. I didn't see that one. But... I didn't even do that. I saw it right next to her. How'd you miss that? <laughs> I did, it wasn't about a missing it. I was like, "There's the sword. Fucking go get it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and and here's the here's another thing that I don't really understand. She gets the sword, and she looks over to the right, and sees something. What the fuck was she looking at? I think, she, um, yeah, it, was, it looked like some kind of. Shroud or something like that, and maybe it reminded her of her mother. I don't know. If she had like the whole flashback of her mom getting killed by the flying fox. Now, isn't was it just me, or was there any actual references prior to that that Kai wasn't Nariko's sister? I guess other than the fact that she maybe appears younger, and obviously Nariko's mother had passed when Nariko was born, but it doesn't actually. It kind of alludes to the fact they're sisters, but they're not. I don't know. I never, I never got that vibe. Mm, yeah, I, I thought it was more of like a protective thing because Kai seemed like oh. a, a child. I mean, yeah. I guess, I, I guess that could easily be taken as older sister, younger sister, but. Mm. Okay, yeah. cool. So anyway, we we get the 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 flashback of her mother seeing her mother get killed by um, flying fox. And him scaring the hell out of her. And um, then he all of a sudden he just shows up. <laughs> and he's, he's there and he does the whole, Ah, oh, you remember me? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she freaks the fuck out. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was like, damn, this is a proper fucking freak out. And she, you know, she's running. And I'm like, I, the whole time I'm like, I'm, then we cut back to Noriko fighting other guys. Um. <laughs> Mm. Uh, the the yeah she's got oh uh, no isn't that bit yeah, that's coming up isn't it when um because flying fox 
is chasing her and then all of a sudden you think you know he's he's got Kai and then all of a sudden it's cut to Noriko and Kai's then swinging from overhead and it's like well how did you get away yeah how, well yeah because I mean you just crossed this fucking 400 foot gap yeah. you know it took 20 minutes on a fucking rail car <laughs> how, how the hell did you get here you know and, and she's on a rope and I'm like well, how the where does this come from? How did you escape that guy? How are you carrying carrying this heavy fucking sword? And how the hell did you get here? And I was like, whatever. And she throws the sword down to her. Um, and then just forget about her. She goes off somewhere. Apparently she's being chased by flying fox. I keep wanting to say gray fox. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but, uh, uh, so that's when... Bohan gets really pissed and sends his his son, who we, I do have to mention, his son is a, is a simple man who is very disgusting looking. Sloth. Yeah. Sloth. He's, yep. he's, he's sloth. That's exactly what he is. And oh. <laughs> Bo, Bohan hates him. He he, he just, yeah, hates when he calls him father. Yeah, he says, "Don't ever call me dad." You know, he's he's just, and that wasn't the the goofy cutscene. And like he, he just loathes him. He just he, he wishes he like, like I, I can't even remember what he said, but it was almost vulgar. He's like I wish he never came out of my groin or some shit like that. Loins, um, loins or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I was like, damn, that's kind of rough. But so he sends his son. Um, what was his name? Roach. 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 Yeah. Because he looks like a. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He has the armor on his back, mm. the plated armor and stuff. And um, now we cut to the next boss fight. Uh, Noriko now has the heavenly sword back, so we take on him. Trying to imagine, this is this is the fight where I realized the pots that you can break that add to your combo actually refill your health too. Didn't you know? <laughs> I did. I did not know. Man, that. I think you missed a lot of this. I must have, because I didn't know that. That's key. And I, I hit. I um. I accidentally hit one while trying to hit him, and I was almost dead, and it refilled my health. I'm like, oh, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> if only I'd have known this three hours ago. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> we fight him, takes three phases. You basically rip off more of his armor every time. Um, he has the uncanny ability to roll up into a ball and jet propulsion to you. <laughs> and I was like, that was kind of fucking annoying. Sonic the Hedgehog. I know. And we eventually beat him, and he does the whole, like, Bohan does the whole... Ah, you piece of shit! You're such a failure, and like he just fucking berates the shit out of him. Well, I definitely, I mean, I actually felt that I thought that's that that scene when you you've defeated him and he's getting hammered, you know, by his father screaming and shouting absolute hell at him. You felt so sorry for him, and it really, I think, definitely one of the best scenes in the film and um, film in the game. <laughs> Which makes the very end of the, you know, that pairs in very well with the very end of the game. Yeah. Mm. With, with Roach and the father. Yeah. Yeah. It's like no matter how much his father hates him, he can't. He's still his father. He's still his dad. Yeah. He, he's always going to love him. I'm just like, damn, that's sad. Yeah. But, um, 
So we beat him. We escape from the prison. No, we don't escape from the prison. We go and get the other clansmen that are in the prison. Uh, we we have to solve another puzzle with the six-axis controller <laughs> by fucking reflecting shit, reflecting Raiden hats off of shit again. The worst one was the one where we had to hold up that statue. So you only had like oh yes, the one you three seconds. Yeah, I got that in one fucking hit. Oh, oh you lucky bastard! I, I felt like a fucking champ too. I was like, yes, thank <laughs> God, I ain't got to do this again. <laughs> that was the most annoying one. That was yeah, for me too. It's it bad. Again, that that... Very little, very little room for maneuver once you'd once it hit the um. Uh, hit the hit the shield thing. It gives you very little chance to maneuver it to make sure you're actually hitting the trigger. Just... I take it back. There's two of them that I didn't like. There was that one, and there's the one where uh, you're in like a corridor, and the thing that you have to hit is behind two doors. So you have to pull the crank to open the two doors left and right, mm. and you've only That's got the... two or three seconds before they shut again. And oh yeah, I remember that. The, yeah, the, the pile of hats is along the wall. So like I you know I, I walked over there and picked up two or three and set them down by the crank, and I still I couldn't I couldn't turn the crank, get over, pick up the thing, throw it, aim it, and hit the target before those two doors shut. I remember that. Annoying. <laughs> it's crazy how like these quote unquote puzzles are just like hit yeah. this hit this one thing. It's it's so simplistic. It's you not know. a puzzle. It's, yeah. it's doing it giving it too much credit exactly yeah. i mean but that's what they're trying to be you know it's yeah. like oh we got to throw in some six axis right here you know it's if like it they, had been god of war you would have had to go through a whole separate part of the level to arrange four or five different things that then you would have to ricochet off of yeah so yes yeah, puzzle yeah so that's the thing it's like i think the developers kind of like you know this shit's kind of sucks and it's kind of hard let's just have them just hit a button yeah that's hard enough <laughs> yeah that's that's good enough those are our puzzles for the game. <laughs> I was just like, this is fucking ridiculous. But <laughs> I didn't have any problem with the one where you had to hold, like, the one that was suspended in the air. I was like, thank God I got that in one hit. Because I was like, I don't really feel like doing that again. Because it was to a point where I was like, I am sick of fucking six axis. Like, when, when I got this far in the game, especially me doing it all in one sitting, after dying a couple of times and having to watch cutscenes all over again, I was on, like, my last thread. I was like, if this game makes me do one more stupid thing, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> so we chase down. We're trying to find Kai. We uh, we chase down the, uh, was it, uh, fucking Gray Fox. Flying Fox. Flying Fox. Yeah, Flying Fox. <laughs> and uh, we see that he has Kai. Um dangling by a rope or not dangling by a rope he basically has her kicks her off a platform and with the rope around her throat yeah basically hangs the fuck out of her <laughs> i mean it's like it looks like she's fucking dead and noriko believes so too because she screams bloody fucking murder and um now it's killing time so we jump up to where he is oh no before that no 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 we don't have to do any button presses. It's some button presses during the fight, but yeah, we just have to run up the ropes again. Yeah, we have to run up the ropes. So, which were pretty cool looking the couple times you do that. Yeah, I mean, they, it's a very stylish game. Mm. 
Um, I just kind of, <laughs> I'm, I'm to a point now where I really hate quick time events. Especially when they are as tough as those ones where they give you very, you know, not even half a second to react. Yeah, they don't give you any time yeah. at all. And they give you like weird ones like, oh, push the analog stick to the to diagonal. Like, diagonal, yeah. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know? Yeah. I just, you know, I'm, I'm so sick of them in any game. I kind of felt like the timing on those and where you had to hit the targets was really short. And I wonder if they basically, you know, if it was a conceit to the length of the game. And they're like, you know, you know, maybe we can make this a little bit harder by shortening mm. the, the, the timings. I, I don't know. Yeah, well played if that was the case. Well, you know, I think Ninja Theory learned from their mistakes because oh, yeah. uh, there's not a there's not there, there's not a single fucking quick time event in Devil May Cry, not one. And that is a plus for me. <laughs> so I think um, we're done with them. I think at this point. I don't need they, them, Dan. No, I don't want them anymore. I think they they take away from the fucking game. But um, so we go and fight uh, the flying fox. There's um, three three versions of him, I guess. Um, he has the he play he fights a lot like how he did the first time you fought him, uh, with the exception of now he's throwing, um like projectiles at you like swords and stuff yeah and, basically the swords off his back yeah, yeah weird things and um he's also uh duplicating himself and you have to take out the duplications so not too awful bad i don't think i died in that fight i'm trying to imagine i like i got it down to where since I didn't really know how to counter when he was getting ready to attack, I just rolled out of the way, let him swing once, and then jam on triangle. And it worked for the most part. Um, but the uh, after you beat him the third time, or not, it was it was while you're still trying to will his health down, you get a cutscene where you take over his Kai. Who, surprise! She's surprise! Not she's not dead. She's <laughs> somehow. She had her hand inside the rope, or <laughs> maybe. I guess. But um, the 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 big thing is um, she still has her crossbow, <laughs> so she was able to hold on to that while she fell. But um, and I I, I totally think I, I fucked up while I was doing it because you're supposed to aim it at at him while he's fighting Noriko. I couldn't find him. I kept aiming up and down. I was like, where the <laughs> fuck is this guy? And I and like I finally aimed it and I I think I pulled the trigger and it kind of like faded to black and then went to a cutscene. I was like, damn, did I fucking miss that or not like not miss it, but like I took too long because it, it never went to oh, me shooting him. It just kind of like I hit the button to pull the trigger and it never pulled the trigger. But apparently it did because he he fell over dead. Um, or actually, he fell off the platform all the way down, right? Yeah, because it hit him right mm. in the head, I think. Oh, did it hit him yeah, in the head? Yeah, shot the head, yeah. Oh, I thought right it hit him side. in the chest. No, it's a shot to the head. But, um, so he died. He's dead. That's maybe. Much, maybe. <laughs> That's all the commanders or all the generals that Bohan had. Yeah, I kind of thought it would be a short game when they had that first cutscene and there's only three bosses. Yeah. These are the three main guys, and I've already fought one of them. 
you know, and I was like, I'm sure I'll fight him again. Either that or Bohan will just kill him out of rage. <laughs> that's that's what I'm always waiting on is like there is always a boss that you fight early on that later on the main villain will just kill him just because he's pissed. So now we meet back up with Shin and uh, the rest of the clan and it's time for the final stand. Which takes us back essentially to the beginning of the game almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Uh, what, what basically ends up happening is we meet up with Shen and all them. Um, this giant crow shows up and she's like, tell your master we're ready for him. She she does, she does has a lot of these I'm a badass, here's my speech moments. Come at me, bro. Yeah, she has a lot of those. And I'm just like, it, to me it felt kind of flat. I was like, this is just, you know, she's just trying to be cheeky for the sake of being cheeky. And I was like, okay, whatever. She she does that a lot though, like just over arrogance. And I'm just like, this is this is ridiculous. Well, she does that the heavenly sword. She and she's in a rush because she knows she's gonna die soon. Yeah. I guess I don't. I don't know. It just it just came off as okay. Be that way. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so the bird flies off and is, and is, I guess, whispering to Bohan. We don't know exactly. See, see, at this point, we don't know what this bird is. You know, she she finally says it's been following me this whole time. And then it's like, oh, it's a messenger for Bohan. I'm like, okay, whatever, it's a messenger. He's been watching us the whole time. It's kind of like oh, you guys don't watch Dragon Ball Z, so I, I won't even mention it. Well, for the people who do watch it and who are listening to this podcast, it's kind of like Dr. Giroux's little bug that followed Goku around and learned all his special moves. But anyway, so um, it goes back to Bohan, tells him, hey, here we are. Come at me, bro. He says, gather the armies. I'm going to kill her. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, he, he does a whole big speech of, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> and, um, and that's a, and then we're we're cutting back to where we were, uh, kind of a little bit before that. Um, the first thing you have to defend the um, the wall, the barrier from the armies. Basically, they're they got these they they've got these barrels that roll toward the wall that are on fire, <laughs> and you got to blow them up before they hit the wall. And then at the same time, you have to take out the catapults, which we'd had to do that at the beginning of the year. Oh, too. those damn catapults! Yeah, that's this. This is this is the the pinnacle of the six axis fuck up for me. I swear to God, I would be. I, I'd miss those little pads that you're supposed to hit by like two centimeters, and it's like you motherfucker, I gotta do this again. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, and it was like. like <laughs> My, my girlfriend was asleep because this was like at like seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm sure I woke her ass up because it was to a point where I was just like just mashing like shoot fucking cannons, just going ah. It's like <laughs> these fuckers won't die. So we have to shoot those. Uh, and after that, you and Shin uh, had to fight some dudes. And I had some trouble with this part right here because they introduced these new enemies. That are basically like female ninjas that do well, the, with swords. They were in the. Um, they were in the last section. I had those a couple of times in the last section. Yeah. 
they, these fuckers got on my nerves because if you use the power stance, they just basically backflip out of the way of it. Um, the range stance does fucking no damage whatsoever. And the, the only way to really take them out is by quick countering them. By luckily, and see, that's the thing. Like, they have different counters. So, like, sometimes you counter and she'd automatically kill a guy. Sometimes you counter and she'd just kick him away. And then, sometimes you counter, you need to do a bottom button press. press which yeah. is, again, there was no rhyme or reason to it. It's because why, why do you have to do that? Either make it so that you have to button press every time or make it so you don't press and press any time. It's odd. Yeah. So I actually died multiple times here because I just I, I couldn't beat these. That was all you fought too was those. Was uh, this where you had to hit like a certain number of the ones that you killed or is that a little bit later? That's a little bit later. This one was where you were on top of like the... Oh, where you're following Shen over to the ledge? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but we beat all those people. Then we go down the ladder. And this is where the cutscene happens. Where she, you know, she falls over, quote-unquote, dead. Um, because the Heavenly Sword is like, basically burned up her soul or whatever. I don't know. She goes up to oblivion or heaven or whatever the hell it is. And this is where basically you are talking to whatever. It never shows what she's talking to. Essentially, she's talking to the sword. Sword. Yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like she's talking to the sword. And for for some reason, she comes back to life. I don't know why. It just, I guess the sword had a, a, a change of heart. Felt guilty. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. And she comes back to life as this glowing angel. Like, just, just she, she glows bright white. And she's just a badass. Just you, you hit one dude with, their, with your sword, and they go flying. And that's the the one where you have to kill five hundred guys, um, in a span of like what three minutes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's quite easy. It's very easy. Um, this is the only part where the range stance actually came into play. Yeah, because at that point it doesn't matter how weak it is; you just it has to hit an enemy. Yeah. And um, I used a bunch of those super style moves and stuff like that. The level three ones, basically, it's always you riding a guy and flipping around and you can hit dudes or you like you're spinning them around and stuff like that. So you can hit multiple guys that way. And then you have the, the part where you have to destroy two of the catapults like on foot. And um, which that wasn't difficult at all. You run up to it and do two button presses, and that's it. Um, then we get the cutscene where Bohan is basically like, "I have been defeated," and he, this at this point he is talking to the crow that was supposedly his messenger, and he's like, "Give me the power to to defeat this person," and I'm like, "Where's this coming from?" Since when is this guy taking orders from the crow? <laughs> and and the the crow turns into like this this black mist and goes into his mouth and turns him into a zombie. It looks like, <laughs> which looks pretty cool actually. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks like, you know, it, it, his whole get up reminds me of War from uh, Darksiders. It's those big gloves. 
It's, yeah. Yeah. Big ass gloves. Everybody has gigantic hands in this game except for Noriko. <laughs> I'm talking hands that would like you know you could palm somebody's head with and crush it. <laughs> so I mean, but he he's he's basically become like this death demon thing with wings. The Raven Lord is what. The Raven Lord. Thing, yeah. Which came absolutely out of nowhere. For me, it said defeat the Raven Lord. I was like, I didn't even know it. What the fuck a Raven Lord was. I was like, I, I, he was talking to a bird that was supposed to be his messenger, and all of a sudden the bird turned into a mist and flew into his mouth. Makes this game makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is where I finally got to the like the the last nerve was cut, and I said it's time for game facts. So I looked up. On Game Facts, how the fuck do you beat this guy? Because this guy has no rhyme or reason. I I couldn't figure him out. So like he like it would be random. It seemed like mm. he would he would do oh he's doing a blue attack now and he'd follow up with a red one, or oh now now he's just doing a red one. Now he's doing an orange orange one and a red one. And it's like I can't figure this shit out, and I could not for the life of me figure out how to do this. So. I read on GameFAQs, it told me about the, the, the four auras. Apparently there's four auras. Uh, yeah, the other one's like a bright yellow, where basically it's projectiles that you have to use the, mm. the ranged sword for. Um, the first part, I beat him pretty easy. The one that I had the biggest trouble with was when I was in the chapters called Heaven and Hell. When Is that part two? Or that's part two. It's like... In oblivion, yeah, and um, like somehow he 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 grabs you and flies up to oblivion, and you start fighting him there. And um, that was the that was the one where I had the trouble to the point where I was like, I'm going to game facts for this. So my strategy basically revolved around. Well, see what I found out through game facts was I had been playing the playing this whole fight wrong because I've been just trying to hit him with power attacks because he would rarely do a blue attack he would always do a power attack or a a attack that I couldn't block so I was like fuck it just stay in the power stance well what the game fact told me was don't use anything but what they call quick attacks which is standard attacks standard attacks hit him apparently and I was like okay and sure enough standard attacks I mean like I could dodge roll out of the way of a red attack and then just start wailing on him. And then he'd do another red one, I'd dodge out and wail on him. That's what I did. I tried to dodge behind him, start with a couple of light attacks, and then switch to a heavy attack. See, I didn't even try to change it up. I was just like, fuck it, this is working. Just keep going. <laughs> so we go back down to Earth again, which I have to mention, his wings and... His army have got in the way of my camera so many times. I couldn't see what the fuck was going on. Like it, it was, it, there was one time where I was like, I just, like, I threw the controller into the air and then caught it, and I was like, I might as well just throw it in the air because I can't tell what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I, I, I was that pissed. I was controller throwing pissed. Seven thirty in the morning today. 
<laughs> I was just like, my God, this is so this is so fucking pissing me off right now. I was like, I can't see shit. There's dudes running around in the, in front of the camera. His fucking wings are covering the camera. I can't tell what's going on. And the the third one, I died a few times too, but it was like it it was whenever I like you know whenever you you basically die a bunch of times in a game and you have to reload, you eventually just don't care anymore. Mm. I was broken. <laughs> That's how I was. I was basically a broken man. Yeah, I like this <laughs> this five hour game broke me, and I was just like, fuck it, I died again. Okay, and. Then, like every once in a while, I get a little bit closer to bringing his health down more, and I'd be like, "Okay, okay." And you know how I beat him? I got it to I got it down to a method of basically dodge roll, triangle, 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 dodge roll, triangle, triangle, triangle. That's how I was doing it. And then I then I'd switch it up to to uh, square sometimes. I beat the I finally beat him one handed. <laughs> like I'm serious. I I was I had the controller just sitting in my my right hand. Just all right, all right. And like I, the other hand, I th- I think I was like I had a drink in the other hand. I said I was just drinking. <laughs> and, I was, and finally I beat him. And uh, yeah, I did most of my damage on just reflecting his attacks. I I t- I felt like I was taking too much damage when I would go in on the offensive. Well, see, that's the thing was like when I kept doing the rush down where I would like attack, attack, then dodge roll, attack, attack, and dodge roll. It was to a point where I'd have him like kind of in a corner or had his back to a wall. He was never able to fly away to do those projectiles. Mm. And I was like, see, I was trying to let him fly away. Yeah, that was the thing because I could block those. I could reflect those power ones back to him and they do pretty good damage. Yeah, especially when he's doing three or four of the air ones in a row, and then, you know, on the ground, he would only do one or two, but... Yeah, hold on, I couldn't, I couldn't reflect those. Those things were so fucking fast, the ones on the ground. I'd get hit every time. Yeah, I just, as soon as he went, like, as soon as he was away from you and not charging towards you, I knew that's what he was going to do, so I would run away from him, so I'd have more time to react to it. Yeah. So we finally, we get this big cutscene where we, we... Knock, throw him straight up into the air. We jump up in the air and basically cleave him down the fucking middle all the way back down to earth. <laughs> and um, somehow he's still alive. And uh, his son, Roach, comes running up. and it was, Yeah, he's, he's all sad and crying. And he, he looks at Noriko and says, please let me take him home. And Noriko says, okay. Because <laughs> the Raven Lord pecked out his eyeballs. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about so that. So he's blind, and he, I guess Noriko felt that he was no longer a threat. You know, that was the crazy thing about it was there's some blood in this game, but there is, when it comes to like things that should be predominant or something that's important, like when somebody gets stabbed to the chest, there should be blood, or when somebody gets his eyes pecked out, there should be some blood and it just doesn't feel genuine to me. Like I was watching him get his eyes plucked out and I'm like, what is he doing? Just pecking him in the face because I don't see him missing any eyes. Yeah. Where's the consequence? There, yeah. should, there should be jelly running down his cheeks. Yeah. At least the eyeball in one of the beaks or something. Come on. <laughs> that never happened. So I was just like, okay, so he's blind and his, his son that he hates with a passion, which he changed his mind. 
he actually called him his son and kind of felt bad for him a little bit. It's a moral, you know, he's grown as a man. I guess so, when you get the shit beat out of you. <laughs> that happens, yeah. And um, Noriko goes back to Shin and her clansmen, and um, she's still glowing, and everybody's looking at her like she's crazy, like, oh my god. And she basically tells him, like, look, this sword is is dangerous. Keep it away from people. And she basically tells Kai to take care of it and don't let it get into the wrong hands. And then she falls over dead. Well, her other big thing, though, is she says it's not sent from heaven. And that I was not mm. the chosen one. I chose I'm, to defend our Yeah, I was just, I'm just a clan. girl. Because, yeah, I thought that was a pretty big point mm. story-wise. Because it's like, you know, you... You guys have all believed that this sword was sent from heaven to protect us, but it was me, the one that you rejected as your, as your protector. I chose to do this to save us. That's true. Hmm. That's got more meaning than I thought. <laughs> I thought it was another one of those... Chosen one? I'm an arrogant... Uh, I'm being arrogant speeches. I saved you, not this sword. <laughs> I guess you could that would be a different spin to put on it than I got but that that cuz she's been arrogant throughout the entire thing. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to gut you like a fish. Brah. You know, it's just <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> why are you doing this? You know, I just I just figured with her last dying breath she'd be like fuck you guys, you know, and just <laughs> just laid over. <laughs> but <laughs> So and she just she dies and I was like I was thinking I was like well so the sword gave her a second chance she came back to Earth and everybody will live happily ever after but no no she she died she's dead and they they unraveled that crazy fucking hair <laughs> and put her on a boat and sent her off <laughs> and that's pretty much it <laughs> I mean like like the game fact that I read. Like right after the boss fight, it was like he was show, he, it was typing up strategies for how to beat the boss fight, and then like right after the boss fight, it says the end, and then that's how it ended. And I was like, yeah, that's basically how this game ended. <laughs> I was like, that's the perfect ending, which I'd say probably about yeah, probably about five hours. That's probably how yeah. long it took me. I'd say that's probably a fair shout. And you know, I as as much as I had problems with the game. I don't think they were too bad. I think that Sony was obviously trying to explore the new technology with the six axis. They were trying to throw it in. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Um, They were trying to be unique, mainly because this is also a PlayStation 3 exclusive. And it was early launch kind of thing. So Mm. um, I know a lot of people... Like, see, I started listening to podcasts and stuff whenever this game first came out, and I remember a lot of people talking about it, just kind of bad-mouthing how, how short it was. You know, and I, I think it looks great. I think, does it hold up in some no, I parts? Yeah, I, I certainly don't think the gameplay that does nowadays. I think the quick-time events were a, a real pain in the ass, but... Um, I think the story is okay. Yeah. The voice acting, for sure. And 
most of the motion capture, facial motion capture, are that holds up. And as you said earlier, I think there are games nowadays that still don't do as good a job as that did. So That's true. I think uh, the bad thing about me is I have played Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City, and I've been spoiled. Is that, yeah, I yeah. mean, those games are... They do what this does well, even better, and then it fills in all the gaps of the stuff that this game never even tried to do. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it it it, it was trying to be like a Batman, like it was trying to be a, a technical uh, kind of game, but it had a little bit too much hack and slash in it, and then you couldn't really approach it as a hack and slash, and that was my problem. Like I approached this game kind of like God of War. And you really can't do it that way. No, it is, it is a different game. And um, but but I mean that, that's partly my fault. But I mean, it's also partly the game's fault because it, it kind of I think it kind of had an identity crisis. Um, but I, I think the story was enjoyable for the most part. I think it was I think it was the perfect length to be honest with you. I mean, it, albeit it may be short, but I mean it told the story. It told the story well, and it 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 finished everything. You know. Yeah, I think I wouldn't have wanted this game to be any longer, but I think you get a little bit of a disservice by not knowing the backstory and not exploring some things that could have been explored. Yeah. Uh, in such a short game, maybe that would be better served in a sequel than in making this game longer because, you know, with so few enemy types and and the combat would have gotten even more repetitive. I think if the game had been any longer. Yeah, I mean there was only so much they could go with. You have yeah. sex. You have sections where you fight dudes, and you have sections where you have to use the six axis controller to solve quote unquote puzzles. Yeah, and shoot dudes with bow and arrows. <laughs> so, I, I mean, the game the game could have been a lot longer and been good, but not with the components that they had. Yeah, they would have like add, if they had added, added something. real puzzles. Yeah, but then you're talking about adding in like a you know, building things up from scratch yeah. to make the game longer. Like, you Basi- couldn't have taken Making these dungeons, of- basically. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't think this game necessarily should have been any longer. Yeah, I think it was the right length. I think, uh, for the most part, I think I did enjoy my time with the game. Um, you know, there were some parts that really got on my nerves, but you know, I, I really didn't enjoy it for, for, for what it's worth, you know. In an early PlayStation 3 game, I mean, it, it does some very impressive things. That and I, it still looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think it looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It, it still looks great. But um, I mean, any f- other final thoughts for you guys? Um, I think I'm disappointed that it didn't sell well enough for them to warrant the sequel. I think that they could have learned from that, and. Uh, a sequel may have been all, all the more better for it. Um, no, that's, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I kind of, in a way, I, I wish I hadn't picked this game for the one that I was gonna be on the show for, um, because I do remember it being better than it is. Uh, so in your mind, it doesn't hold up then. It's. Or doesn't hold up well. It doesn't hold up as well as I'd hoped. I mean. If you go back to when it was launched, there wasn't a lot of competition for it. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a launch kind of window title. Um, it had a lot of build-up and 
I, I, you know, it looked incredible at the time, and still does. But I, I completely forgot about that. That I, for some reason, before I sort of put this game back in again, I felt I thought well, I thought that there was only the only Kai mission was the bit at the beginning where, where you're shooting the 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 enemies from the trees um, to protect the camp, and it's. I completely forgot that there was far more of it. I completely forgot that you actually controlled her um, for for part of the game, and I completely forgot how shoddy the six-axis stuff was. Um, so it it kind of it was nice to revisit it, and it is nice to see that it it does still stand out in certain areas, but it I kind of my memory was better than the actual reality of it. But this is what these things are for. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not going to be playing all the greatest games ever either. <laughs> so I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be a few in there that I didn't like. I mean, there's a few that I played already that I didn't like. But and I'm being one of them. At the end of the day, I think um, it it deserved to do better at the time. Um, you know, it was. I don't know whether the sales were the fact. In, in Ninja Theory going multi-platform. Uh, um, I know that they, when Sony had bought Heavenly Sword, it was just the IP, essentially, and the rights to publish it. Um, you know, they never have any, they never had any ownership over Ninja Theory. But you, you would wonder that had it sold and performed better, maybe they would have been scooped up by Sony, and maybe their future would have been different. But that's you know that's the way things. Wasn't are. there talk of Sony going ahead without Ninja Theory for a sequel? I don't. I'm, I hadn't heard that. I mean, maybe, maybe it was just a rumor, not even a. Maybe it was just mm. speculation, not even at a real rumor. But I mean, if you look at how they've come on as a developer, that they you know I really really enjoyed Enslaved. Um, I thought that was an absolutely fantastic game. Uh, once again, really pretty to look at. Um, it didn't mess up the babysitting uh, mechanic that some games do when you're hand-holding those type of, yeah. uh, you know, those scenarios, uh, like Ico and whatnot. Um, and again, motion capture on there was was, was fantastic as well. Yeah. And then you look at Devil May Cry. Now, I've only played the first few levels of that, um, but I've really enjoyed what I've played of it so far. You see the, as I mentioned earlier, you see the, the weapon switching on the fly mechanic working in full force and working really well in that. So, you know, I, I hope, I mean, I don't know what the sales for Devil May Cry are like, but with the current climate, how it is, you kind of fear for Ninja Theory. Luckily, they're only a small UK development team. They're not, you know, a massive, massive big studio. Um, so hopefully they will have made enough money on that to continue on to a next project. Um, I certainly, I, I think it was brave of them to take Devil May Cry on because they must have had some kind of reservations about doing that, especially you know, when Capcom said, we want you to reboot it. Um, it was uh, ambitious. It was very ambitious. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I personally think it's paid off. I think they, they hit the mark perfect. Yeah. But, you know, there's so much backlash over that um, because, you know, uh, video game uh, fans are idiots. And. <laughs> in general and 
you, the sales haven't exactly set the world on fire. I hope they've done well enough to, to keep themselves going because I'd like to see them go forward and, and come up with something new. And maybe another new IP like uh, Enslaved or, or Heavenly Sword. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally down for that. I, I am a fan of Ninja Theory now. That I mean, even after playing Heavenly Sword, you know, it, I that they they have they've done some technical stuff in that game yeah. that was fantastic and very impressive. And yeah. they're not too, they're not a million miles from where I live actually, which is which is pretty <laughs> cool. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it's about um, Cambridge, about ninety miles away. Hmm, not bad. So uh, yeah, um, Matt, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, mostly everything that's just been said. I. I feel like I had a better time with the game than you guys did. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the, the six axis, and I and I really enjoyed the six axis when it was used for the after touching the arrows. I didn't really like it for the puzzles or essentially anything else. But you know, there were a lot of sections that focused on Kai shooting arrows, and I liked all of those. Um, you know, I, I had a good time with it. You know, it, it has a lot of flaws, a lot of small flaws. I feel every. Uh, in the game, but overall, you know, for its time, I, I, I was happy with it. Yeah, I think it, I think it tried to do some ambitious things that I don't think that the technology was ready for. Yeah, maybe, or I wouldn't say technology, but just to, you know, people didn't know how to do it. And they were just experimenting. Well, and I don't know how much of any of this might have to do with you know how historically hard the PS3 was to develop for, especially at the beginning. You know, that's probably where a lot of these technical issues came in yeah that's true and i would imagine that uh, part of the deal with sony pumping a lot of money into this game's development was to shoehorn in the six axis to a degree where it was noticeable yeah. oh definitely yeah that's that's a definite given mm. so but yeah um who knows you know uh, rocksteady may have very well taken a lot of things from heavenly sword put it into batman and just capitalized on it, improved it. We may not have had Batman if Heavenly Sword had not existed. No, they're both UK developers. That's true. <laughs> and I'm sure they probably know each other quite well. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I do appreciate uh, you guys coming on and talking to us, talking to me with <laughs> Heavenly Sword, and I had I had a pretty good time with it. And, you know, it was. Um, it was definitely something different, something I always wanted to do. That was that was yeah, definitely one too. thing that I wanted to do. Was I, I did want to go back and play Heavenly Sword. This is a game oh. I've always wanted to play ever since it came out. Yeah. I'll try, my, I'll try um, to do just as well on the next pick. Oh, that's, <laughs> not, that, that's totally fine, dude. Whatever you want to do. I mean, like I said, we got that huge list, but if you know something else you'd like to play, we definitely take suggestions. Well, that list is quite extensive. It is, it is. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll be whittling it down pretty soon. But, um, well, I'd, I'd like to uh, appear on here once again. It's very kind of you guys to to invite me on. Oh, not a problem. But uh, so I'll go into my whole spiel. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening. If you'd like to uh, send us an email, please feel free. Uh, the email is uh, frustratedfury at ztgamedomain.com. Uh, you can send us game suggestions. You can tell us how we're doing. Got any questions for us? definitely write to us let us know how we're doing um, suggest some games to us we will definitely give them a shot um, you can also follow us all on twitter uh, i am at dml fury uh, john is at john w uk 
and Matt is at R-E-M-G-S. Uh, if you want to see all our exploits and more, you can check out ztgd.com. That is where we all write our reviews, we post news there, and uh, we uh, try to bring some video content as well. This is also where you can get that uh, this wonderful podcast that you're listening to. Um, we're also on iTunes. If you guys would, please leave us an iTunes review. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps us out. helps us get our name out there. Hopefully get some more people listening. Um, I do want to mention... We didn't get an email, but we did get a comment, um, basically, on our Metro 2033 uh, show. Uh, let me bring that up right now, because if you remember correctly, Matt, um, our first comment on it was basically, we didn't know what the hell we were talking about. Yeah, we ruined we, his lunch, we ruined, ruined his day. Yeah, we ruined <laughs> his work day, because he was so excited to listen to us. Um, so... Um, let me see here. Here we go. This is from, uh, okay, I'm going to butcher this. It's Fabio Toriano. Fabio hey, Toriano. Like right with that. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, it says, hey, guys, I noticed an improvement in the second episode in regards to <laughs> the genuine experience on the game, or rather the fir- uh, rather than first impressions. A few positive turned negative. Well, actually, a lot of negatives in the second one. And also spoilers. I would have preferred not to have heard, but... Not a deal breaker at all. Just started playing it yesterday. Thanks for the podcast. Was very interesting to listen to from both episodes' perspectives. I'm looking forward to listening to your take on the sequel that's coming up soon. P.S. What was the intro song? It was pretty awesome. Um, to be honest with you, I really don't know what the name of the intro song was. It was it's from the Metro 2033 soundtrack. I usually try to put in music from the soundtrack of the games themselves. Um Man, for the life of me, I can't remember the name of that song. If I had it on my computer still, I would let you know, but I unfortunately deleted it after I got done with those episodes. Um, sorry, man. <laughs> do, you, do you do you guys not actually post that these casts are spoilers? Uh, they should have a spoiler warning if they don't, because we pretty much mm. go through these games in pretty yeah you do in all the I details mean, that we can. Before, and it's like you you go through pretty much start to finish, so. Uh, I thought I, I for some reason I thought you guys did have like a, a spoiler warning um, on the site. I can't. Maybe I'm mistaken. Damn. You know what? That's actually a really good idea. From now on, we're gonna have to start doing it at the beginning, just saying, "Hey, spoilers for this game." Yeah. Sorry about that, man. Good suggestion. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll definitely start doing that from now on. But I, I, I do appreciate your comment. Um, hopefully, you listen to this one and you listen to. Uh, the rest of them, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Don't really know what our next game is going to be or our guest. We haven't really talked about that, Matt. Um, yeah. We can uh, we can figure it out, um, which obviously this one's going to go live uh, Friday, so we got a little bit of time uh, to think about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. We'll have to we'll have to uh, dig into that. Maybe I can get uh, the old editor in chief on again. Good luck with that. I know. He's a, he's a busy, busy man. He is very busy. Um, but, I, you know, we're, we're eventually going to get everybody from the side on this on the show. Um, try and get a... Well, you've had Justin on, and that's pretty impressive, because he the, doesn't even go on our podcast anymore. We've, we've had Justin on <laughs> twice, man. Jesus. That's yeah. why he's not on ours. We've had, we had Justin on twice. We had Ken on once, and we had Dave on twice. And uh, then me and Matt did a couple of uh, just me and him. 
flying solo. Yeah, yeah I wanted to say solo, but there was two of us. So. Duo. This is true. Flying duo. Flying duo. We're tag tandem, teaming it. Tandem. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I do appreciate everybody listening. Um, definitely send us some feedback. You you know my email. You know our Twitters. I'm always on Twitter. You can send me a tweet anytime. Uh, and definitely leave us an iTunes review. We would greatly appreciate it. But uh, yeah, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm John. And we are out of here. We'll catch you guys probably next week. It may be a week after. We're not too sure just yet. But we will be back very soon. See you guys.